Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is a weekend edition of the show and a busy weekend. WWE's last pay-per-view event of the year is coming up. TLC 2020 is on Sunday. And, of course, we'll be talking about that this coming Sunday on the show. And then afterwards, twitch.tv slash F4W video only for Twitch subscribers. We'll have a live post show on Sunday night talking all the matches, all the angles, etc. on TLC. And if you happen to be thinking about signing up for that show on Sunday... Might be a good day to do it today because this evening, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, myself and Lance Storm will be doing a live Q&A and we'll answer all of your questions and it's going to be a fun time only for subscribers to twitch.tv slash F4W video. The audio will be up afterwards for subscribers to WrestlingObserver.com, video at video.f4wonline.com as well. But you can watch live and participate tonight at 7.30, twitch.tv slash F4W video. As far as news today, we'll go over the full card for TLC. We have six matches announced, including the new one that we talked about yesterday. The Firefly Inferno match with Randy Orton and The Fiend. What does that mean? I presume we'll find out on SmackDown, but presuming anything in WWE, a fool's errand. But they did announce that a couple of days ago, and we have SmackDown coming up tonight, so I presume they'll tell us what a Firefly Inferno match is. Although that is a raw match and it's a smackdown show so maybe they'll just say they're gonna have a firefly inferno match we got awn nxt ratings for wednesday night i was virtually spot on yesterday although i did think that aw is gonna do slightly better but uh the aw numbers down the nxt numbers up which quite frankly is what you'd expect after two big weeks of aw and then returning to normal We've also got updates on Matt Riddle and his WWE deal, SmackDown segments for tonight, and so much more. Back in a moment with Mike Sempervivi. We'll take a lot of feedback from you today as well. Wrestling Observer Live.
Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. Mary's Bistro delivery business is bustling and ready to burst. Orders 34, 35, and 36 are up. Who's handling these? Hello, Mary's Bistro, now delivering. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Following a week in which they did their best ratings of the year, Dynamite averaged 806,000 viewers last night, down 19% from the previous week. Overall audience of 766,000 viewers. A 16.2 increase over last Wednesday. This is NXT. At 18 to 49, Dynamite finished third on cable with a 0.32 rating, down 28.9% from the 2020 high that the show recorded last Wednesday. NXT finished 34th on the charts with a 0.19, up 11.8% from last week. NXT did, in fact, win a demo other than over 50 this week. 
as they drew a .13 in males 12 to 34 to Dynamite's .11. NXT drew a .37 rating to Dynamite's .30 in people over 50. Dynamite was first on all of cable in men 18 to 49 with a .49 rating. People 18 to 34, they were second on cable uh, with a .29 last week. They dropped 50% to a .15 this week. Combined audience, 1.571 million viewers and a .51 in 18 to 49. This combined total beat Raw this week. Although Raw's point four one eighteen to forty nine did beat Dynamite's point three two, so we are at a point regularly here where if you put NXT and AEW numbers together, they're beating Raw pretty much every week now, and they're about tied with SmackDown. Now I did not exactly call this yesterday, but I was very close. I said I believe eight forty eight fifty for AEW and around seven fifty ish for NXT. AEW was a little lower than that. NXT was about there. And my reasoning was, quite frankly, that AEW had two big shows. They had Winter is Coming. They built this show up for a long time, and it featured what you could argue was the biggest match ever in their history for the title on free television. They debuted Sting on that show, so one would argue that the next week the rating's also going to be big because everybody's going to tune in to find out what happened with Sting. At no point did I think that these numbers were going to stay at that level when they went back to doing normal shows again. And quite frankly, with the numbers at that level, that was going to chip away NXT. And thus, when AEW went back to doing normal shows, NXT was going to rise because some of the NXT viewers would come back. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. Now, the show finished third on cable. The sky is not falling. There was one slightly concerning thing about the show and that is that dynamite opened very very strong one of their biggest first quarters ever and then after the opening segment they had a big plunge and the numbers were down for the rest of the evening now if you watch aw every week they have a very very specific pattern to the way that they do things and the pattern is you do your big opening match and then the announcers sit there, and they run down everything that is coming on the show. And if you look at what they had scheduled for the show, it was not a giant marquee show. And if you look historically at AEW numbers, if you've got the big stars appearing on the show, if you've got your John Moxley's, your Young Bucks have a tag team match, they did announce that Kenny Omega was wrestling in the main event, but it was against Joey Janela, who, nothing against Joey Janela, but when's the last time we saw Joey Janela on the show? I don't even remember. It's been forever. They did not have a huge marquee lineup. It was a show designed to try to get new acts over. And I think that there were a portion of fans that tuned in. They looked at the lineup for the show, and they decided, whatever. I'll either DVR it or I'll watch it next week and see what's on the show. Those people that dropped off the show after the first quarter, they did not go to NXT. NXT did not see a gigantic rise in hour two. It, these were fans who were interested in AEW. They looked at the lineup. They did not see a bunch of things that they wanted, and they decided they weren't going to watch wrestling that evening. Obviously, that's not a great thing. But 
The show still did third on cable. I read all sorts of things yesterday about how this was a disaster. It's not a disaster. Everything is fine. It's obviously not fantastic, but everything is fine. Those are your numbers. It's far from a disaster. Wednesday night was a good night for everybody. You know, I was thinking AEW was going to be down for the reasons that you mentioned, and I thought they were going to be around 840, and they were obviously lower than that, so that's a little bit disappointing. I thought I was going to be generous in giving NXT about 720,000. Um, frankly, I thought it was going to be around seven, and because three of the last four weeks, They've been under 680,000. So I was thinking like 720 was going to be kind of generous and they did much better than that. But, you know, for anybody who thinks the sky is falling for AEW, you know, they stayed over 800,000. That's important. That's five out of the last six weeks. And that sixth week was Thanksgiving. So nothing to complain about for, for AEW. And if you're an NXT fan, don't bother with trying to throw anything in the face of anybody with AEW. I mean, when you finished, what, 34th on cable, it's still not great. But look, try to accentuate your positives. It was a very good show. And I think the people that did tune into NXT, you know, they that cold open, I thought was a really good idea to do. And I think from there, they had a good show. And one of the big things about it, it was it wasn't very busy. You know, and the stuff that they did present mattered. Now, you can say what you want about some of the things that they're doing, but oftentimes NXT can be this really antiseptic. It can be boring. It can be it can be a very plotting show, and I didn't think that was the case this week. They got off to a good start with a great match with, you know, a, a lot of action with Leon Ruff and, and the way and Kushida in there, so that was a great way to start it off. The Tony Storm promo, the Shotzi promo, then you had Ciampa and Rust. Then you had the deal on Grizzled Young Veterans. Okay, maybe that dipped a little bit there. They're going to have to try to get them over. But Malcolm Bivens, I thought that deal with Tyler Rust, it wasn't overdone. It just showed him, you know, give him a pound and, and lead him outside the ring. Then after that, we had O'Reilly and Dunn. Then we had a Rhea promo, which was really good. And then we had the Lee boa thing, which... For right now, until we, we see it actually play out some more, I'll give it to him. I'll, I'll stay intrigued on that for right now with the, the man with the silver eyebrows. We'll see what happens there. But from there, then it was Shotzi and Indy, and then the show kind of, eh, until the main event. But I thought for the first three quarters of that show, it was really good. And if you're an NXT fan, I thought it flowed along great. So... AEW fans, I think, got what they wanted out of their deal, and I think NXT had a good night, too. So all in all, Wednesday, I thought was, hey, it's the wrestling night, and I think it delivered across the board. All right, if you want to give us your thoughts here today, it's very easy to do so. We're going to start off with text messages here. And 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. Probably take some phone calls a little bit later on here today. You can also email brian at wrestlingobserver.com at brian alvarez. Sunday, TLC, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka, and we don't even know. After 12 weeks of storytelling, on the last show they removed Lana, and after 12 weeks we have a match and we don't even know who Asuka's partner is. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Sasha Banks versus Carmella, God forbid. New Day versus Hurt Business. And yes, The Fiend Bray Wyatt will face Randy Orton in a Firefly Inferno match. Mm. Now, if you've watched a lot of WWE programming lately, we've had 
a Boneyard match. We've had a Firefly Funhouse match. We now have a Firefly Inferno match. And we had whatever that thing was on, on AEW. Or not AEW, NXT, the um, Johnny Gargano and, and the, the House of Horrors or whatever it was. Some match and they spun the wheel and then, like, as the match is going on, they explain it just means no DQ, no count out or whatever. Falls count anywhere. So, my point is, there's no guarantee they're going to tell us what this match is. They never told us really what a Boneyard match was. They never told us what a Firefly Funhouse match would be. They never told us what the match would be with Gargano and Priest. We just had to get the show and find out. So, we're after the break. Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So it seems everybody's expecting the mystery partner is going to end up being Charlotte, and I have absolutely no idea if that's the case. Do not go on the internet and report that I'm saying it's going to be Charlotte. I have absolutely no idea. I could absolutely see them replacing Lana with Charlotte, and then Charlotte and Asuka go in there. Lana makes her big return. She helps put Nia Jax through a table. The baby faces win the titles. But in fact, Lana doesn't become one half of the tag team champions. Because it does appear that, boy, we're going to push this Lana. We're going to push her. But we actually don't think she should even be one half of the tag team champions. That's what I'm getting out of this as a fan. I don't know why you even bother. Like That's okay. Can't That's even fine. put these fake women's tag team belts on Lana. Why even bothering pushing her? I don't even get it. it it's okay. It's okay. If, if you want to push her now into a feud with, oh, I don't know, anybody else, but like outside of this picture and just outside of... The rest of these three people in general, that, that's fine. I've had my fill of this. So she can do whatever she wants lower down against whoever is going to be there. I don't care. But Charlotte being added to this match would immediately make it better in every possible way. Lana can still put everybody through a table at the end with the, the help of, of Charlotte and Oscar. We have Charlotte and Oscar with belts. Then we have the possibility of singles matches with Shayna and Charlotte or Asuka and Shayna or however they're going to play this thing with the women's title over there. Don't know, don't care, but the match is improved, which means the show is improved and everybody may get what they want out of this. And that includes Lana. Again, fine. Against I don't know who's on the women's roster. Who would be a heel there? They seem to have a lot of, of baby faces. They have Mandy. They have Naomi they're still sitting on. I don't know when she's coming back at some point. Uh, you know, uh, Dana Brooke, obviously they love her, so she's still in the mix there. But, I mean, there's got to be something for Lana to do that's got nothing to do at all with the title picture or anybody, frankly, of wrestling value. This person here says, knowing WWE, there's no guarantee we will see either Randy Orton or The Fiend burn on Sunday. Last time an Inferno match happened in WWE, it was Kane versus Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam 2013. Bray pinned Kane... Neither man had to be burned to win that particular match. Really? I just remember the one where Kane put, like, he had this big black glove on, and a glove ended up in the fire, and his hand was on fire, and he ran away, and that was it. That's the only one I remember. I only remember the MVP At least they gave us some fire. MVP, they did the gimmick with his back on fire and everything. And I look, There was that one, yeah. They're, they, I don't know how cinematic this is going to be, but I think if any match calls for it, isn't this the one? So you can do any number of things that you want, um, surely. I mean, they could. I mean, this is this is prime for a cinematic match. And Absolutely. I expect, or, or, I expect somebody to get lit on fire. Or starting in the ring or starting the performance in wherever the hell they're at there in the in the Thunderdome there, and then it spills out, and then you have you pick up the cinematic portion there, and then you could always come back or whatever you wanted to do. I mean... I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of video magic worked in this. I presume that he's just going to put the fiend in a box, lit the box, light the box on fire. The box will be reduced to ashes, and there's no fiend in there. He used his magic. That's what I figure the finish is going to be. But, I mean, 
If you do or, an Inferno or he match, sets it on fire and it goes out, and then you pop the box open and magic gets Alexa Bliss there, and, and we don't know what happened to the fiend. What? Do a little magic or something no. like that. Just go They're completely wacky in the with box. It. But listen, if you're doing this in front of people at a live audience, like you got to have some, you got to burn somebody, and if something goes wrong, like something goes wrong, doesn't happen in in a in a cinematic match. Like you can literally switch out Randy Orton for some skinny bald stunt man. And light that dude on fire, he goes running. I mean, there's a million ways to do this here. Oh, man. This person here says, talking about Vince hitting the panic button. These are some impromptu ideas in the last two years that were supposed to fix Raw. Fans are the authority. I remember that one. Two years ago to the week was when they told us that we're sorry the show sucks. You are now the authority. We're going to make this all better. That show did two and a half million viewers. Raw Monday did one and a half million. They've, they lost a million viewers in two years after giving that speech. Superstar shakeup, wild card rule, brand to brand invitational, hiring Bischoff and Heyman as executive directors, no commercials during matches, Raw Dark, Raw Underground, and Retribution. Yeah, I heard, as I'm sure many of you did, oh man, Vince, Vince got those numbers and he, he pitched a fit. He was furious. Yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, what's he going to do? Yeah. I, I mean, what is he going to do? I, I, everyone's Everything from, well, the brand extension's going to end to he's finally going to sign CM Punk. It's like, dude, CM Punk is not going to make any difference whatsoever. You would probably get a short-term bump, and then it's going to be right back where it is right now. There's nobody you're bringing in that is going to turn any of this around because it's not about bringing in somebody new. This is a systemic problem that is irredeemable. What? CM Punk's going to come in, all of a sudden they're going to write great storylines? Hello? No! This guy did a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ideas in the last two years. None of them meant anything. We're still at all-time lows. That's not the problem. The problem is Vince and Pritchard have got to go. That's the problem. You can spout out this and that and this problem, that problem, interviews, talent, story, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, Vince and Pritchard have got to go. And if they don't, they could bring in Jesus on the Christmas edition of Raw, and it's not going to make any difference whatsoever. I don't know if Jesus might be in there. Might might make that difference there. But then Vince would just For a week. Beat, Vince would want to beat him again like he like he did with God there when he got a team with Shawn Michaels. But I think what people also forget about the million person drop in the last two years is and I'd have to go back and check the pro wrestling edition of the Elias Sports book for this one, but I think they had lost what? About two and a half million people in the three years before that. So this has been a downhill slope for a while. It just the the ball picked up a lot of speed in the last two years. And again, look, prove it. They can say anything that they want. Stephanie can talk to the other Dave Meltzer until you know she's blue in the face and say how they're about making individual superstars and this, that, and the third. Prove it. Prove it. 
drum up some interest in your product. Drum up some interest in those fans that have walked away from you, which seem to be everybody under the age of 50. You know, where are you at trying to shake things up? What are you doing here? Because nothing seems to be working. And you can bitch, whine, moan, complain, and bellyache all you want about people like us that are talking about this. But the reality is, is we're at least watching it. We're at least numbers for you, and we're watching it. And we don't like what we're seeing, as plenty of other people don't like what they're seeing. What you should be concerned about instead of bitching about us and people like us and fans like us who are throwing their hands up and wanting something better, wanting something different, wanting something that actually works here is remembering the fact that all of these other people have walked away from you. So you can say anything that you want and you can point to your TV money and you can do this and that. And that's great. You know, we look at your demographics and go... My kid's not watching wrestling, and his friends aren't watching wrestling, and it's not just something anecdotal. It's facts. It's laid out there in the numbers. So, you know, prove it, Vince. Prove it, Bruce. And if you can't, get the hell out of the way. You know, you're you're getting in the way of progress. You're impeding business for your own company, dummies. It's time. If anybody else can shake it up, it's time to be shaken up. Can you get much worse? Can you get much worse? We used to laugh at, at, at NXT or at Impact and TNA and point out the fact that they seem to have 1.3 to 1.5 loyal, diehard million viewers every week. And look where we're at right now with Raw. Look where we're at with Wednesday nights. You know, the rising, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships. If WWE and Raw were super strong right now, everybody would be better off. Nobody wants to see WWE in the pits. Nobody wants to, to, to speak badly. I'm sure there's some people that do that revel in WWE's misery and revel in these numbers. That's great. That's fine. But unless you're Tony Khan and you're making money off of it, the rest of us are just wrestling fans that want something better. So it's time to start shaking things up and doing something better and not just giving lip service to it, actually doing something about it. Last time that Joey Janela was on AEW, he lost in a squash match to Chris Jericho. So, my point stands that advertising Omega versus Janela was not a strong match for AEW. Oh, Matt Riddle. People talking about that. So, this is from The Observer this week. Story here is actually on our front page. According to Dave Meltzer, in this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE and Matt Riddle are close on a new three-year, $1.2 million deal. When I first saw that headline... I thought, man, good for that guy. $1.2 million a year for three years? No. That's $1.2 million over three years. $400,000 a year? Now, I'm not saying that that's not a lot of money, but like, when you look at what some of these people were offered a year ago to stick around in WWE because they were afraid of them going to AEW, four hundred is a laughable. That's a laughable offer. We'll see if he takes it. I don't think he's going to make like a million dollars a year if he did go to AEW. But it is funny that we've gone from offering everybody double the money to stay to now, hey, Matt, we'll give you 400000 over the next three years and an extra $50,000 every time he works in Saudi Arabia. Well, he ain't going there anytime soon, so don't look forward to that money. But there you go. I, you know, I don't know what to say about that. Maybe you change the percentages when it comes to merchandise because they're not making any on the road. You know, they're. <laughs> but forget about the fact that WWE's got a gazillion dollars. You know, how much are they going to make in traditional ways? I mean, things are changing. So guys and how they negotiate are going to have to change. And 
I hope they know what they're doing. Back in a moment, Observer Live. A seven-nation army couldn't hold me back. They're going to rip it off. Taking their time right behind my back. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Why do I need to put my Apple ID password in every other day? And it messes up everything. Hard times. Dude! Are we going to be able to hear from Ryan in Cumberland, Maryland? Oh, God, I may as well. I'm going to be ranting about stuff anyway, so... 
All right, Ryan. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got it. It's being used on another. I, I got it. All right, you're on the air. What's going on? I have a question about the AEW Impact working relationship. Is it pretty much just like the Smoky Mountain WWF working relationship back in the 90s that they get a good manager to manage the world champions since they were sort of lacking a heel manager for Kenny Omega? Are you calling Don Callis Jim Cornette? What are you what talking about, dude? Is Kenny Omega Yokozuna in your world? Is this what is this what's happening here? I think Ryan might be on something here. Is Don Callis just an imitation? Is Don Carney, as Tony Schiavone called him, oh. is he just a cheap imitation of Jim Cornette going out there with his little Yoko from Manitoba? I think you caused him to hang up. Well, that's good. Who cares? It's all a plus here today. All right, let's start over again. I'm going to start all over again now that I think I got this working. Jamie, you're on the air. What's going on? Jamie. Yeah, hi. Good afternoon. Yes. Well, it's not Jamie. Yes, hi. Good afternoon. Uh, it's not Jamie. Um, actually, I have a question for Brian. I was a big fan of your figure four uh, weekly newsletter, and it's been a while since... Uh, yes, Scott, uh, what's going on? I know who this is. <laughs> I can't fool you anymore, uh, Brian. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine. What's your question about my, my newsletter? It's not being published right now. It's on hiatus, like WCW. <laughs> Do you plan on bringing it back sometime soon? And hi, Mike, and happy holidays to you both. All right, thank you, Scott. Scott Walton, everybody. I thought that was Walton. I'll yeah. be damned. He called from a gimmick. Well, I mean, it <laughs> says Jamie there. I don't know who that means. His wife. But anyway, yes, we're on, we're on the, the season premiere of Figure Four Weekly occurred, and now we're just waiting for the next season to start up. But I got a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So, no, don't expect the next season to begin anytime soon. Frank, A. Gotch is out there somewhere just spinning right now. He has words he needs to get out, Brian. He, he needs an outlet for those words. Well, now we're going to go to, uh, according to the call thingamajigger here, uh, building. You're on the air. What's going on? We're talking to a building, hey, everybody. what's going on? Yes. <laughs> this is uh, Carlos from Houston, Texas. I am, in fact, in a building. Uh, shout out to the Twitch homie. Look at that. But, uh, I was hoping his name was actually <laughs> Bill Ding, and it would be like Disco on the phone doing his. Not gimmick. the evil architect. Yes, Bill Ding. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know this is never going to happen. Uh, but talking about the ratings, if USA Network truly is stubborn about keeping WWE programming to three hours on Monday, a solution could be for them to combine NXT UK and Raw uh, for a total of three hours on Monday. That way, the NXT UK roster gets a much-needed TV Bro. time on hour one. Are you, are you USA, kidding me here, buddy? No way. USA would never go for that. Do you that, know what WWE the number would, would be that. for NXT UK there in that oh. third hour? Put Silk Stockings back it, on it. It'd be, be 680,000. Ooh. Yeah, it'd probably be 680,000 an hour one then, and then the number would go up for Raw. No, that's I tell you, that is pro wrestling. That is... That is cool as a fan to think about, but like the reality of that is just there's no way. I mean, if NXT wouldn't be that thing or a special presentation out of the, the WWE vault, a really cool documentary series or something like that, there ain't no way they're putting NXT UK on there. They might as well put the whatever NXT's NXT show that they're talking about. They'd be better off putting that on there. Can you imagine what happened in NXT UK if they put that in where the first hour of Raw used to be? Yeah. I give it three or, weeks. Or the last hour. I mean, it doesn't work on either side. They, they would pull that so fast. I mean, Modern Family reruns probably do better than that. I hate to do that. I, the, every time I've seen NXT UK, it's a good show. I love the people on it and everything. But there's 
you can, there's no way you can look at that programming wise the characters that are on there for a zillion reasons there's no way that would work all right let's go to uh bellows falls what a great name for a wrestling town you're on the air what's going on Hey, what's going on, guys? Shout out to the Twitch chat. This is Dagan, of course. Yes. Uh, Bells Falls, Bells Falls, Vermont, currently buried under two feet of snow. So that's Ooh. fun. Uh, anyway, just wanted to get uh, specifically Mike's thoughts. He's digging his way out of that pos- snowfall. <laughs> I am digging my way out of the two feet right now as best good. I can, guys. Um, I wanted to ask your thoughts on potentially the uh, most anticipated match of the year, which is Toru Yano versus Bad Luck Fale in a potential body slam or last corner pad match. What do you guys think about this one? Uh, I'll try to do better next time. You guys- <laughs> yeah, you got to do a lot better than this one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. so what is it here now? They, of course, because it's of this, the KOPW title, you get to yes. vote on what vote. dumb stipulation. Exactly, and I know that... that Fale has said he wanted to have it be a body slam challenge, but I thought I had also seen that Yano is either for the body slam challenge or then offered up uh, this this the, the ring pad deal. But so it's like, well, if Toru Yano wants a body slam match and Fale wants a body slam match, why don't they just have a body slam match then? Why didn't they just do that? I mean, they're actually doing real voting for this. I'm not sure if those are those two options are the best there, but. Uh, the match isn't going to be the best. It is what it is, and I would assume, to be honest with you, that Fale gets the victory, and he can have somebody you know walk around with the trophy for him or something like that. But uh, I'll go with I'll go with Fale getting the victory in that deal, no matter what. All right, according to the caller ID right here, we're going to talk right now to No Mo. You're on the air. What's up? I don't know about no, but it's Moses, but I don't know, I'll take it. Well, no Mo go. sounds even better than Moses anyway. Um, real quick. Yeah, that's a good wrestling some, name. Uh, no Mo. Mike, that, well, I'll take it. Yeah, Sound that's what I make doing this show two... is no Mo. Especially after that four-minute monologue. <laughs> go ahead, caller. It was awesome. There you go. I got two quick questions for you. One, uh, I guess hypothetical, and then just kind of like a follow-up. So the hypothetical is if Harold May wasn't in charge during this whole time, would have uh, New Japan been – the first place AEW invaded rather than Impact. And then my other question, which has nothing to do with New Japan, I noticed Riddle's probably going to get re-signed. I have to ask, why don't you like it? He's Spicoli. Spicoli was hilarious. Well, dude, I want to thank you very much for the call. Yeah, sometimes the stuff he does is funny, but, like, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he's out there with bro nuts. Now, as far as this Harold May thing... Harold May's gone. They still invaded Impact, and I mean, I guess we're probably a little bit closer than they were than we were a year ago. But it does not appear that a New Japan AEW agreement is right around the corner. So I don't know what would happen a year ago if there was no Harold May. I have absolutely I no earthly idea. I think there may be more interaction with with guys, but I mean, Don Callis has been at Impact, and Impact was going to be looking for something no matter what, and I just. Something about this makes, again, makes a lot of sense if you're Don Callis and trying to get some attention for Impact and you got a lot of friends in AEW, which he does. I mean, you know, from a real-life point of view, this makes a lot of sense. You know, who knows what would have happened if Harold Actually, May let me jump there. in real quick because we're talking about something that, no, it would have made no difference because we're in the middle of a pandemic and there's U.S. and Japanese travel restrictions. Absolutely. So zero chance yeah. they're invading New Japan right now even if they had an agreement. 
No, that and that's absolutely the case. Now, when it comes to you know the, the Matt Riddle as Spicoli, you know we've talked about this. If they're going to do something wacky, then have Kay Quick or, or Ron Killings and and, and Matt Riddle uh, steal Keith Lee's car, and then you know drive it around and smash it into something, and then they blame it on oh I, I don't know they blame it on Elias and they blame it on Jackson Riker and then Keith Lee can pull his Forrest Whitaker during the game and just completely destroy those guys and hopefully get rid of them for good. This person here says, who do you think should take over Raw and SmackDown from Vince? Dude, get everybody working for WWE and put them in a lineup and I'll find the dumbest ones there and remove them and then the rest of them just take your pick. I mean... I've, I've said it a million times. Whether you love or hate AEW, the fact of the matter is they're doing, depending on what you think, either fine or very well, run by a guy who never did anything in wrestling ever in his life. He was a fan. So you're telling me that in a company with 500 workers, actually people working for the company, employees, wrestlers, whatever, like you can't find one guy that could do a more competent job than Vince. I guarantee you could find 100 guys or girls. Anybody. Maybe not Naya. I've read some goofy things on her Twitter. Let's go to Canada. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Hey, Squirrel Hebner. Shout out the Twitch chat. Um, I just wanted to ask, um, what is the last great booking decision that Vince has made? Now, I'm coming at this question from the perspective of a wrestling fan, but if I were an investor, I would be really concerned about the direction that the product is taking because at a certain point, like the amount of viewers, you know, the amount of viewers and especially in the key demo, like that's going to hurt whatever profits uh, WWE are making. And the last good thing I can think Vince booked would have been Seth cashing in at Mania uh, on Roman. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. I mean, you can say that was a good booking decision, but it made absolutely zero difference to anything. So, I mean, the other thing here to think about is the last thing that I saw Vince do that I thought was really clever was when he was coming up with every idea under the sun to try to get Roman Reigns cheered. None of them worked. But they didn't work because the fan base was determined to boo this guy under and under no circumstances were they going to cheer him the ideas themselves were actually very clever however we are also talking about a storyline that had involvement from paul Heyman. so i can't even tell you i don't know but given that paul was involved and brock was involved i mean every single one of those clever ideas might have come from paul so I can't even tell you the last really clever idea that Vince McMahon had that made a real difference. I can't even come up with one. It's too easy to remember some of the ones, again, like bashing Corbin and then continuing to shove him down everybody's throat. Or, you know, the the ballad of Becky Lynch and Daniel Bryan. You know, both people that they will claim that they look at, we elevated them and they were at the top of the company and they were our biggest stars that was absolutely done when you did everything you could. You tried to turn them. You tried to bury them. You tried to enhance other people. You tried to do all those things. And, in fact, what's always hurt Roman Reigns the worst has been the shadow of Daniel Bryan that's lingered over him as far as who the fans actually wanted to be on top of that company. You know what the crazy part was? 
Roman Reigns would have been just as over and just as big of a star, but you had to try to make everybody choose one or the other. And you saw what they happened with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. So that's right now, this is his late legacy is going to be those two people in their stories. Should mention that tonight, Ring of Honor Final Battle 2020. Taped a week ago, but this is the lineup. Roosh will face Brody King for the ROH World Heavyweight title. Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham versus Mark Briscoe and PCO for the tag team titles. Dragon Lee versus the winner of a four-way to determine a new ROH or the same ROH television champion. And I think that's on the they're doing that for free. The first hour for free will actually have that match on there that four away. That's right. Jonathan Gresham also facing Flip Gordon in a pure rules match. Flip Gordon, Flip Gordon. is in a pure rules match. I guess pure rules Twitter. don't uh don't restrict flips. You Although if you you've watched it's funny, if you've watched a lot of Flip Gordon lately, I mean, in every match I've seen lately with Flip Gordon, he's done the least flips of anybody in his respective match. So, back in a moment, it's over live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. 
These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. we got a real brain surgeon here in my text message. I'm not going to read this, but it's a funny one. It says, quote, nobody wants to see WWE fail except us because we only have a show because of their failure. Bro, I've been doing this show <laughs> since 1999, buddy. I had a successful show when they were doing well. I have a successful show when their show sucks. Mm. They go out of business, I still have a show. Damn right. They go through the moon, guess what? I have a show, and I make a lot of money. (laughs) So I would prefer if 